Bill O'Reilly here. Friday, August 20th, 2021, you are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening this week in America. First, the USA struggling to contain the Delta variant. The White House recommending COVID boosters beginning September 20th. Research shows immunity wanes somewhat, roughly eight months after the second vaccination. First to receive the booster include healthcare workers, nursing home employees, which are now mandated by the federal government to get vaccinated, the elderly and those with compromised immune systems. Five states in America now are breaking records for the number of COVID cases. Florida, Louisiana, Hawaii, Oregon, and Mississippi reporting new highs. 10% of all hospital beds in this country now occupied by Americans battling COVID. About 90% of those patients not vaccinated. A record number of 30-somethings are getting the Delta variant of COVID. The group largely avoided the virus during the early days of the pandemic, but health experts now say the new strain is more contagious. Next to Afghanistan, President Biden cutting short his vacation to address the public on the debacle. The commander-in-chief blaming the situation on Donald Trump, the Afghans themselves, the White House chef. You know, I mean, this is just ridiculous. So America's back where it was 20 years ago after spending more than a trillion dollars in this war and sustaining more than 20,000 killed and wounded. President Trump, who was in charge and did want to leave Afghanistan himself, you'll remember that, released some statements saying, quote, Joe Biden has surrendered to COVID and the Taliban. It's not that we left Afghanistan. It's the grossly incompetent way we left. The USA, NATO, and Taliban did sign a peace treaty in February 2020 to withdraw all international troops within 14 months. But no one anticipated this, despite what President Biden is now saying. Finally, an update on the Durham report. The Wall Street Journal says special counsel John Durham is presenting evidence to a criminal grand jury. Now, Durham and his team are charged with determining whether federal employees broke the law by spying on Donald Trump's team during the 2016 election. That investigation, one of the longest in history. In a moment, the message of the day. Listeners sounding off and they are not happy. Right back. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, 
or text GOLD to 65532. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. Listeners sound off. We do this each Friday. You can reach me, Bill at BillOReilly.com. Bill at BillOReilly.com. Name and town if you wish to opine as Dick in La Quinta, California does. President Biden should send Kamala to Afghanistan. She can find out the root causes of the situation, kind of like she did at the border. Well, Dick, you're being a little sarcastic. We all understand that. Kamala Harris has kind of disappeared. We haven't heard anything from her about Afghanistan at all. But that's not unusual. I mean, obviously, President Biden is the commander in chief. And why would he have a subordinate commenting in addition to him? So it's not that Vice President Harris is MIA. She's just being smart. She knows this is a debacle and, again, doesn't want to be attached to a debacle. Edwin is in Quinns Rocks, Australia. Bill, do you think the American withdrawal from Afghanistan and Biden's diminished ability will embolden China to attack Taiwan anytime soon? She seems determined to do it under his watch. So I can't speculate on that, but I can tell you, Edwin, and all your mates in Australia, that the official newspaper of the Communist Party in Beijing is taunting Taiwan, saying, hey, if we decide to invade, the USA is not going to help you. Just look what's going on in Afghanistan. There's no question that President Biden's authority has eroded drastically since he took office. Michael is in Massapequa Park, New York, on Long Island. Bill, we cannot wait until the midterm elections to impeach Biden and then deal with an even worse Harris administration. The damage that has been done to our country in seven months is shocking. Michael, you've got to understand the system here. Impeachment only happens in the House of Representatives by a majority vote. And Democrats control the House of Representatives, and Democrats are not going to vote to impeach Joe Biden because that would destroy their own party. Now, if Republicans win the House and the Senate next year, then it's a different story. Glenn Fairfax, Virginia, is the media going after Biden so they can have the president they really want, Kamala Harris? No. I don't, I'm not thinking that the media is banding together saying we have to have Kamala Harris run a country. I don't think that some would, but most, they're not doing that. What's happening is that the liberal newspapers, CNN, NBC News have lost so much credibility that they're now trying to regain a little by saying, oh, we can go after a Democratic president just like we went after Trump. It's hollow. We all know the corruption that exists in the corporate media, but that's why they're laying a little wood to President Biden. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve that message by putting it together. For more honest news analysis, please go to BillOReilly.com this weekend. You'll be happy to check that out. We have a lot of good stuff there. And then my book, Killing the Mob, number eight on the Times list this coming Sunday after 15 weeks 
In a moment, something you might not know. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. A century ago, the global life expectancy for a human being was 41 years. Today, that number has risen to 72 for the average person. A typical lifespan depends on family history, health, personal choices like smoking, drinking, diet, and other factors. It also depends on where you are born. According to the World Economic Forum, Folks in Japan live the longest. A healthy diet of fish and routine workouts mean residents in the land of the rising sun, on average, live to 85 years. Wow. The country also has the most centenarians in the world. That's people living to be 100 or more. Switzerland, next on the list. The country is routinely ranked as the most active in Europe. Got to climb up and down those mountains. Studies show the Swiss suffer less anxiety and depression than their neighbors in Germany and Italy. Average life expectancy in Switzerland, 85 for women, 82 for men. Maybe it's the yodeling. In Iceland, folks can expect to live until they're 82. Scientists believe the cold weather might actually help longevity. Researchers at the University of Michigan say frigid temperatures trigger genetic responses that extend a person's lifespan. And all the way down on the list of countries for life expectancy, at number 35 is the good old USA. We are right between Lebanon and Cuba. Can you believe it? The average life expectancy for an American male, born today, 76 years old. Women, 81. Hey, how fair is that? That figure was... 58 years old for women a century ago. So that is quite a leap. But it turns out where you live in the USA can also play a major factor. Residents in Charleston, South Carolina, and Naples, Florida, live nearly a decade longer than the national average. Shortage life expectancies on the planet can be found in sub-Sahara Africa. The typical person in Sierra Leone, for example lives to the age of 49. AIDS, the biggest factor. Back after this. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day, and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you. 